0: Welcome to the Roxborough Church Podcast. For more resources and information, visit RoxboroughChurch.org. We hope you are blessed by this week's message.
1: Good morning. Welcome to another United Worship Service. We're heading into our seventh week of worshiping together with the Church, Roxborough Church, and Watershed Church. And we're so happy that you decided to join us online today. Just a couple things. I want to encourage you. Look, I know there's a lot of bad news out there. But we can rejoice because we have a God who loves us. And he never leaves us. And he never forsakes us. So I hope you'll, you'll stand up and sing with us. If you feel comfortable doing that. Maybe you just need to sit back and, and listen to the worship. And meditate on it. And meditate on the preached word. But I hope you'll enjoy it. There's There's two promises from God's word that I really want to impress on us today. One is that God inhabits the praises of his people. And so wherever we are worshiping from, whether it's from your office, whether it's from your home, whether you're on the road, wherever you're listening or watching this service, God is inhabiting your praise. He is there with you. The second is this. The Bible tells us to be doers of the word, not just hearers only. So I challenge you and I encourage you that today as you hear the music and as you hear Pastor Charlie bring a sermon that he's worked really hard on. It's a dynamite sermon. I pray that you will put what God has laid on your heart into action. And finally, I just look at the bottom of the description of this video. There will be some email addresses, some some links to websites, to the church's website. If God is working in your life or you need someone to talk to or you have questions, spiritual questions about God, who he is, how he wants you to live, I encourage you to click on one of those email addresses, click on one of those links, and reach out to us. We would love nothing more than to talk with you about God and what it looks like to follow him. Let's worship together. Let's pray. God, we love you so much. We thank you so much for enabling us all to be here together online virtually to worship you. And we thank you that you do promise that you inhabit the praises of your people. And so today, right now, we praise you. And we invite you to come, Lord Jesus, come, as we worship you in spirit and in truth. And God, I pray that we, as we encounter your preached word today, that our lives are changed forever. And Lord, that we will serve you and follow your son, Jesus Christ, in all that we say and all that we do. God, we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Right now, I just want to take a moment ask you to continue in worship uh, and worship through giving. Normally, if we were meeting together, this would be the time in the service where we would take up an offering. And we say that an offering is an act of worship and it's an act of faith. It's, it's an act of worship because we believe that everything we have is a gift from a kind, loving, and gracious God. And so we worship God by giving a portion of, of what he's given to us back to him to use for his purposes and to uh, put forth the gospel in the world for him. And, and it's an act of faith because sometimes it, it's hard to give that money. And we have to really trust that God is going to provide all of our needs when we give. And so, so if that's your heart towards giving, if it's an act of worship and it's an act of faith for you, then we invite you to participate with your local church by giving, there's going to be a link in the description of this video uh, for Roxborough Church, for Wissahickon Church, for Watershed Church. And whatever church you're a part of, or God just lays on your heart, I encourage you to click on that link and, and to give. In fact, here's what God says about giving. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, starting at verse 7. It says this, Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. That's a promise that I know we can trust on. I've experienced it in my life and I hope you'll experience it in yours as well. Let's pray. God, we love you so much. Lord, we thank you for everything that you've given us. God, as, as families, as individuals, as churches, God, you've blessed us so abundantly. And Lord, I just pray now that you work out with each person listening what you would have them to give as an act of worship, as an act of faith. And I pray that every gift that's given will be used and multiplied for you and your glory. And God, I I pray a blessing on the gift for that. And Lord, not only do I pray a blessing on the gifts that are given, but I pray, pray a blessing on those who give. God, do what you said you would do. Let your grace abound to them so that they will have everything that they need, lacking in nothing. And God, as as Pastor Ricky comes to give the kids challenge and, and as Pastor Charlie follows him up with a preached word, Lord, I pray that our hearts and our minds will be tuned to hear from you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Hey kids, Pastor Ricky here. I am so excited to be with us again for our Kids Challenge. Uh, Join me in front of the screen of your choice. I have some really exciting news to share with you. Uh, For the month of May, we will be learning, or our theme will be Go. And you're probably thinking, Pastor Ricky, where am I going to go? My parents told me to stay inside. I have nowhere to go. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. But for the month of May, we'll be talking about what happened after Jesus' resurrection, like we're, what were his friends doing. Um, we'll also be talking about how to share our faith, right? When Jesus uh, resurrected, he, he, he told his friends to go out and uh, share this good news about him. And so we'll be talking about how do we share our faith Uh, with our friends, with our family, and maybe even some strangers. I don't know, but uh, this is part of God's plan for us to share uh, the good news about Jesus. And so uh, stick around, join me as we learn what it means to go. I told you earlier that I would explain what this... Uh, idea of Go means, um, but I think uh, my two friends, Carl and Cassie, I think they can do a better job at explaining what uh, Go means as well as introduce our big idea for this morning. So check it out. Hi there, you little chicken nuggets. It's me, Carl, and welcome to Grow TV.
2: Welcome to Grow TV with your host, Carl,
0: and your co host, Passy, where we learn, we have fun, talk about Jesus and all that the Bible has to offer. So once again, welcome to
3: Grow TV. Here at Grow TV, anything can happen. Things can get loud. (laughs) Things can get very quiet. Things can get silly. And things can get very serious. Hello, Basil, yes. Send the check immediately. <laughs> I'm serious. What I'm saying is anything can happen here at Grow TV. And someone can walk through that door right now.
4: Hey, girl. <coughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you.
3: Good, because you didn't scare me. I don't get scared. <laughs> I'm tough.
4: Okay, well, I just wanted to give you this.
3: What is this? I don't
4: know.
3: Who's it from? I don't
4: know.
3: Where'd you get it? I don't
4: know.
3: How did it? I don't know. You didn't even let me finish.
4: You're right. Sorry, go ahead.
3: Okay. How'd you get it?
4: I don't
3: know. Okay, well, thanks.
4: So, what does it say?
3: It says go.
4: Go? Hmm. Looks like there's something on the bottom, too.
3: Well, you're right. It says Matthew 28 16 through 20.
4: Interesting. I think that's a... Code. No, I don't think...
3: Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a code for some top secret mission. But what does it mean? Matthew 28, 16 through
2: 20. Matthew, Matthew.
3: Hmm, who's Matthew? Who's Matthew? How old is Matthew? Matthew 28. And he could have eaten 16 to 20 something peanut butter sandwiches. That's it. Matthew was 28 and he ate 16 to 20 sandwiches that have peanut butter inside them. Case closed, (laughs) I'm the winner.
4: I don't think that's right.
3: Oh yeah? What do you think it is then?
4: I mean, I thought it was obvious. It's a Bible verse, right?
3: Bible verse? (laughs) Oh yeah, I guess that does make sense.
4: Yeah, Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Jesus gives the Great Commission.
3: Commission, huh?
4: It says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations.
3: Whoa, 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 hold up. What did it just say? Nations? No, before that. Of all? Before that.
4: Make disciples? Before that. And?
3: No, before that. Go? Yes, go! That's what was on the paper!
4: Oh, that's right. I'll keep reading for more clues. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you, always to the very end of the age.
3: Wow, that is so cool!
4: So what do you think this means?
3: Well, I mean, I have so many ideas, like 500 million ideas, but what do you think?
4: Maybe this verse is some type of an adventure, some type of a test, something like a...
3: Mission! It's a mission, we're going on a
4: mission! Why do you say that?
3: Well, what's the title of the verses?
4: The Great Commission?
3: That's it, The Great Commission. The Great Go Mission. God wants us to go on a mission.
4: Wow, that's exciting. God gave us a mission.
3: Awesome, but what is it? What are we supposed to do?
4: Well, in the verse it tells us to make disciples, teach them, and baptize them.
3: That's a big mission.
4: Yes it is, but I think we can do it.
3: I think so too. Wait, that's our big idea. Our big idea today is God gave us a mission. Now kids, I'm gonna count down from five, and when we hit zero, I want everyone to yell out the big idea. Five, four, three, two, one. God gave us a mission! Woo! Good job. Now I think it's time to start training and to get ready for our mission. Well, kids, thanks for tuning in to Grow TV. I'm your host, Carl.
4: And I'm Cassie.
0: And we'll see you soon. So Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20 is not how many peanut butter sandwiches uh, Matthew has eaten, uh, like our friend Carl said, but it actually uh, shares with us that God gave us a mission, right? So when we put our faith in Jesus, we are automatically a part of this mission. You see, God just doesn't want us to keep this good news to ourselves. He wants us to be able to share it with others. Um, If you're like me, if you've watched a really awesome movie or if you ate some really good food or if you played a really dope video game, you're probably wanting to share with your friends or your family and maybe even some strangers uh, just how awesome of an experience you had. And it's no different with the good news of Jesus. You see, Jesus has given us a mission to be able to share uh, our relationship with him. The fact that he died, that he rose again, but that he loves us, that he's willing to forgive us and save us if we put our trust in him. And so we can't keep this to ourselves. It's too good to be able to just keep this to ourselves. And so friends, would you enter into... Uh, this challenge with me this week. Who is somebody in your life that needs to hear about Jesus? Maybe it's your friend, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your dad, maybe it's your brother or sister, but there's somebody that God wants you to share the good news of Jesus with. And so let's enter into this challenge together. Let's pray, ask God to show us who's that person and let's be willing to uh, share with them. And if you're nervous about what to say, do not worry parents, below the description of this video, I've provided a resource Uh, so that you can help your kids be able to share their faith uh, with their friends and you guys can continue the conversation at home. And so I hope that encourages you guys for this morning. I'm going to pray for us and we will uh, get ready to hear Pastor Charlie. And so pray with me, friends. Father God, thank you so much that you died, that you rose again, but that you sent us on a mission. God, that you've given us good news to be able to share with our friends, our family, and even the world. God, would you put in our hearts and minds uh, that one person that you want us to share the good news of Jesus with? Um, And would you give us the courage to be able to do that this week, to share with them uh, our faith, the hope that we have in Jesus? And God, would you bless Pastor Charlie as he comes up to to preach? Uh, Bless him and bless uh, your words to us in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, friends. I'll see you next week.
2: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise God. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's good to be here, and I'm excited about today's word. I'm excited about being able to um, preach the gospel to you and encourage you, and I hope that you are encouraged, and I hope that the Lord is ever-present with you, wherever you are. I pray that all is well. We're going to go to the book of Acts, the first chapter, 12th verse through the 14th verse. It's a real short read. It reads, Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, the zealot, and Judas, the son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the woman, or the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, with his brothers. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We ask that you would... Walk it off the pages into the hearts and the minds of your people. Lord, I pray that your preached word would not return back to you empty nor void, but it would do that which you sent it out to do. Father, I pray that you would speak to me and through me. You say it, I shall repeat it in the name of Jesus Christ. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength, my redeem. Amen. I am... Um, Taking a third part of this series, Pastor Ray started with finding faith over fear. And I pray that that encourage you. And Pastor Eric talked about what's next as we open up our hearts and minds to the things of God in an uncertain time, building our personal relationships, diving into the word of God consistently. Well, I find my uh, text in the 14th verse. It says, they all join together constantly in prayer. And so the title of this is Finding a Rhythm of Prayer. Finding a Rhythm of Prayer. Rhythm is a strong, regular, repeated pattern of movement and sound. In order of a strong and weak elements and flow, of sound and silence, constantly, rhythmatically. It's a pattern. Jesus was consistent in his teaching and his walk. Everything about him was a rhythm. There was not a place he was not supposed to be. There was not a miracle he was not supposed to work. For every place that he was, his presence was felt, and people that were with him, gained from his presence. One of the things that he had left was instructions to the disciples before he departed into the heavens. In Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, it says, On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this commandment. He said, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait. For the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. From John the Baptist, he baptized you with water. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said that if he did not go, if he did not return to heaven, then the comforter won't come. So Jesus sent the comforter after he went to heaven. See, they work together as one. One don't move without the other, and none moves without the Father. They are the perfect rhythm of harmony, and they work together perfectly. It's like a song we used to sing, you move, I move. It's just like that. It's like my hip-hop. But because all are one, they, just, they, they, they showed you the perfect way to operate in rhythm. He said that the Holy Spirit will come and lead us into all truth. And so here are the disciples, seeing Jesus going up into heaven, and they stopped and they stared for a while. And the Bible records that two men dressed in white came and said, why are you still looking up? For the way you see him go up, he'll come back. And we today, we eagerly wait for the arrival of our Savior. Oh, what a great day it's going to be. But the walk home from the Mount of Olives. The Mount of Olives was a long hillside mountain range, a watershed east of Jerusalem. The Sabbath day's journey is the longest distance Jews were allowed to walk without breaking the Sabbath. And they were not about to break their worship day. See, the Sabbath is a day that we claim for rest and for worship to gather together corporately. The Bible says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. But the sweet memories of walking back home, with your friends, you know, the conversations that they had. These are conversations that would rhythmatically be recorded through all generations. I can hear one say, I remember when he called me by the shoreline, and he said, come, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. And I can hear another one say, yeah, but remember, when we were walking in a crowd of people and we were rushing through and we was all pushing through and he said, wait a minute, somebody touch me. And we said, we're all touching you. There's many hands on you. We're trying to get you out of here. He said, no, someone touched my deity. And he looked down and there was a woman that was grabbing hold of the hem of his garment. And she was made whole. Hey, remember when we was walking past a tree and, and Bartimaeus was yelling, thou son of David have mercy on me and he said come on out that tree and that was the day that he received his sight but no remember the time remember the time when the storm was raging and all you guys were scared and you said he said you said go wake him up but he's sleep go wake him up and they woke him up and jesus rebuked the wind and spoke peace to the storm and it ceased but remember the time when he walked out on the water Peter, and he, you said, if it's you, call me out. And you stepped out. You was in rhythm when you first stepped out. But then you took your eyes off of him and then you begin to sing. But Jesus was there to save you and lift you back up and bring you back to safety. Yeah, Peter said, I remember. I'm also the guy that denied him three times. Yeah, Peter, don't worry. What did he say to you when you was walking on the beach? He said, if you love me, then feed my sheep. He looked at everybody. I can see it now. And he said, if you love me, then feed my sheep. And he said it again. He said, if you love me, then feed my sheep. And he said, boy, do I love him!" I know Peter had to remember that and recount that situation. But how Jesus loved him back to himself. So Peter probably walked the rest of the way thinking, I got to write this story down because someday Pastor Charlie is going to tell it to somebody. Pastor Ray is going to preach it to somebody. Emily is going to sing it to somebody. These are the stories that will connect people to our Christ. These are the recounted stories that's rhythmatically going through every generation time after time, being recorded over and over again to encourage people that our Savior lives. And so don't you want to lift him up? Here we are, trying to find a rhythm of prayer. It starts with loving God. It starts with believing and trusting and knowing that he cares for you. Because the conversation would be, because I love you, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to connect to you. I'm going to talk to you constantly. I want to know everything about you. So there's a rhythm going on now because you're seeking his face. Just like the disciples have experienced Jesus in a real way, we have also experienced Jesus in a real way. But sometimes it seems like he's not there. But let me tell you, he is always present with you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you until the ends of the earth. But only if you believe, you will be blessed. Thomas, who I love because Thomas always needed an assurance of a word, had asked him a question and Jesus answered him in John 20, 29. Jesus said to Thomas, Thomas, because you have seen me, And you believe. He said, but blessed are those who have not seen me, but still believe. He said, in order to have rhythm of prayer, we must believe. We must love him. We must believe in him so that you can abide in Christ the vine and be connected with him through faith and prayer and stand on the word of God and trust the word of God. There's a pattern forming. Luke often shows how God uses prayer to work in and through the church. That all people, Jews, Gentiles, rich or poor, men and women, are included in the community and the mission of the church. To bring forth the gospel of Jesus Christ. So while we pray together and send the problems, the Holy Spirit comes and brings the answers and the solutions. So now, you're on a rhythm. It's no longer just worship on a Sabbath or a Sunday morning. It becomes Bible study now. It becomes prayer meetings now. It becomes small groups now. You're on a rhythm now. It becomes Zoom conferences, just like Elder Bard. She blesses my heart. We do... Zoom on Wednesday, she's always there, the first one there. We do Zoom conference calls, she's always there. And every prayer meeting, she's always there. She's ready and preparing herself to come back and fellowship corporately. She's still in rhythm. And I hope that that encourages you to stay in rhythm. She's even on the youth Zoom, telling her testimony, recounting the stories how Jesus brought her through. What a blessing she has been to me in an encouragement. Just like Jesus was to them, he encouraged them to recount the stories, write it down, put it in the scrolls, send it through the generations. Tell it like you know it to be. Hold fast to the truth. Hold fast to the rhythm. Stay in place. It says The Bible says, yet a time is coming. And has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit. And his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. David was a worshiper. Thou, son of David, they called him. David, he at a time would saying praises to God. His whole book of Psalms is like prayers and song. There was a time when, whenever the spirit of God would come on the king Saul, David would take up the lair and play, and it would relieve Saul and give him rest. And he would feel better, and the spirit, the evil spirit that plagued Saul, would leave him. Because David would worship around him. The reason why David worshiped is because he loved talking to God. He loved being in his presence. He was a worshiper. And he knew that wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there would be liberty. Get into rhythm of praise. Get into rhythm of worship. Jesus told us to go and wait, they said. And we look at wait, and wait is the part that we don't like. But Isaiah 40, 31 says, but those who wait, that's what, new, that's what the King James Version says. But the NIV says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like an eagle. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not feel faint.'" They will receive the power in the name of Jesus. It will be power in his name. So if they go in there and they go into the upper room, the thing to do is first recount the stories. Begin to worship and praise God. Begin to remember the things that he brought you through. Remember the things that that he has brought you along. Remember how he strengthened you in your weakness. Remember how you're still standing strong on his word. Remember that he is so ever-present with you. Don't lose the rhythm. Stay in prayer. Stay in worship. Stay reading. Stay constantly in the word of God. Romans says, and I'll leave you with this. Romans chapter 8, verse 25, 27. It says, but if we hope for what we do not yet have. We wait for it patiently. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit. Because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance to God's perfect will. rhythmatic in prayer is a constant communication with God. Not just verbally, but in your actions. Not just being there, but being present in the presence of God. And bringing the presence that God gifted you with back to the storehouse. Constantly, consistently seeking God. Because the Bible said, Seek ye first the kingdom of righteousness, and everything else will be added. Would you pray with me? Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your word. I thank you for this time of worship. Lord, I ask right now that you would move by your spirit into every home and every household. I ask that you will give them a constant rhythm of prayer, worship, a constant way to seek your face. If it's not with an open Bible, maybe with a Bible app. But let them find you in every corner of their life. The secret places, Father, I pray that you will step into. The dark places, Father, I pray that you will shine a light on. No matter what the situation is or what they're going through, Father, I pray that your spirit will invade their privacy and bring forth freedom from whatever they're dealing with. In Christ's name we pray, amen.
5: What a great word from Pastor Charlie as he encouraged us to be ready. And I want to I say to us a couple quick tips. You see I have two books in my hand. These are meant to be reminders for all of us. The first one is the one that you probably turn to the most, and that's the Word of God. I hope that uh, every one of us is turning to the Word of God during this time and just saying, Lord, who am I? What do you have for me to be and do in this season? The second one for me is a prayer journal. And uh, Pastor Charlie talked about kind of being prayed up and being ready. And uh, I hope that you have something like this. I hope that you have a prayer journal that you are um, just just re- recounting the stories of what God has done, the faithfulness with the ways that God has responded to you. That is going to be super helpful in times when you find yourself just saying, "Lord, I I feel without," or "I'm confused," or "I'm concerned." And you can you can look back and recount the history of how God has shown up in your life. I want to encourage you this week. Grab your Bible. Grab your prayer journal and find some time to get alone. Curl up into the corner in one of your rooms and just spend some time with God. I know Pastor Ricky said that this, this month we're going to start talking about being ready to go. But before you go, let's get prayed up. Let's get ready. Let's trust that God has something great ahead of us and he's preparing that for us in advance. Friends, I encourage you this week, spend some time with the Lord as you've take Pastor Charlie's word and apply it to your life. God bless you. Hey guys, we want to thank you so much for
0: joining us this morning. Uh, we hope that you are encouraged to find your rhythm with God, and we pray that God gives you the ability to uh, continue your rhythm with God or uh, redevelop your rhythm with God if you've kind of uh, fallen astray to that. Um, I encourage you guys, uh, like Pastor Eric said, check out those uh, give links below. Check out the parent resources below and all those links that we've made available for for you, and we hope that it blesses with you. We'll see you next Sunday at 9 a.m. Grace and peace. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. We pray it was life-giving. To find out more about us, visit our website at RoxboroughChurch.org and join us for worship on Sundays at 10 30 a.m.